Hey guys, Luis Osorio of the West Coast Ballers coming at you another episode today. And on today's episode, I brought on two very special guests. Their names are Patrick Berry and Preston Johnson. They are two of my teammates at Antelope Valley College, or actually former teammates now that the season's over and actually won't be going back there for the next season. But anyways, uh, in this episode, we went into, you know, we went in a lot of depth into the mental game, especially for pitchers, but we also talked about the difference between, you know, the mental game for pitchers and then also the mental game for position players. You know, we talked about kind of the difference between the two, and then we also talked about pretty much how, you know, your role on the field, pretty much either being a position player or a pitcher, defines how you have to think about it, how you have to go about it. You know, it's all a completely different ball game, and I've learned it firsthand, you know, being a position player last year, uh, my first year, my first year at this JUCO, and then this year as a, you know, PO, coming in there and learning that it's a whole different mindset, that it's not just about showing up and just, or just freaking throwing the ball, it's about executing your pitches, uh, you know, having that mindset that you want to, you know, embarrass that batter, you want to get that batter out, you want to make them, you know, you know, you want to make them look foolish, you want to make sure that you get them out, and you want to make sure you give your team a chance to win the game, because at the end of the day, pitching is what wins games, if you don't pitch good, you won't win a lot of games, and my teammates and I saw that first, very firsthand this year, where we scored a lot of runs, uh, most games, and we weren't able to execute on as a pitching staff, so for that reason, we didn't win really any games at all this year because we weren't able to execute. And, you know, unfortunately, that's, uh, you know, it's all a lesson. It's all a lesson that we need to learn from and just go from there. But anyways, with that being said, you know, on top of talking about the mental game for pitchers, we kind of just reminisced about some of the memories that we made throughout the years, throughout the last two years. And then we also talked about pretty much what they've learned from their JUCO journeys. You know, it, these two years have been completely different. You know, on the opposite end, last year, we had a lot of older guys that, you know, already had the experience of going through, you know, fall, spring and all that stuff, going through a season. And we had those guys that were there to help us freshmen, you know, kind of get through it, make the adjustments as we went along and stuff like that. And on top of that, you know, we were a more winning team last year as opposed to this year. You know, we're we've lost a lot of games. We lost a lot of games and, you know, things didn't go the way we expected it to. And we had a really, really young team and there wasn't a whole lot of competition. There was only 24 guys, if I'm not mistaken, this year on our roster. And last year we had the full 35 plus five red shirts. So there was a huge difference in competition and urgency and just team uh, team effort, you know, stuff like that. There was just a huge difference, you know, and we kind of just touched, um, you know, based on that. And a bunch of other things. But with that being said, um, you know, this was a really great episode. So I hope you guys, you know, learn a little bit from this uh, episode and from these guys' experiences and what they're saying. Because they said a lot of great things in this episode. So with that being said, let's get right into the episode. Hey guys, this is Luis Osorio of the West Coast Ballers coming at you another episode today. And on today's episode, I brought on two very special guests. Their names are Preston Johnson and Patrick Berry. They are two of my teammates at Animal Valley College. They've been through it with me the last two years, and uh, it's been one hell of a ride, <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. Anyways, with that being said, uh, giving them a proper intro, intro uh, we'd like to get right into it. So we're going to be talking a little bit about their careers and mainly about the mental side of the game because I feel like it's something that we've learned a lot over the past few months and the past two years that we've been at this JUCO. We've learned a lot about the game. So um, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm doing good. I'm having a little bit of voice issue, being the voice of the bench at ABC. Feeling so <laughs> hey, man, that's the, that's the POs right now, yes, man. The sir. POs are the life of the bench right now. It's got to be, man. That's how it's got to be. Yeah, exactly. So going off of that, man, I got a, got a couple questions lined up, so let's get right into it. So the first question I got lined up is, what is your guys' favorite aspect of the game and why? Well, I'm just going to start off. For me, the, my favorite aspect is the competing part of playing baseball for pitching, you know, because it's just me and the hitter. I control the game, nothing else. It's me and it's me on the big stage, and I get to control every little thing of that game, like every timing, every every pitch. It's just the whole surrounding of it. I love it. I love just competing. Hell yeah. I mean, that, man. I mean, fuck yeah. I mean, oh, I can't cuss. Hold on. No, it don't matter. We can cut that out. Yeah, you, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't, po- care. I don't care. I don't care. This is a podcast. No, I mean, a podcast. Have, have you heard his other podcast? No. They don't really be cussing like that. No, there'll be, be people cussing sometimes too. Sure. So it don't even matter. I'll try. Man. I'll try. No, no, go for it. Go for it. Anyways, Wait. back to but yeah, what Bill off what PJ said. Uh, yeah, just that mental aspect of just like knowing that I'm better than the hitter. 
Mm-hmm. Like I like everybody in the stadium looking at me. I got the ball right now. Like this is me against you. I'm gonna be better than you. It's just that back and forth between you and the batter, yeah. pretty much. And the, like the I don't know this this all strategy, the whole game. I like the fact that most people watch baseball and they don't really know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing the game, there's so much going on every pitch. Yeah. I love that. It's, it, it's yeah. the secret aspect of the game. You know, not everybody knows it. Yeah, and especially like kind of pinpointing off of what uh, PJ was saying about like how the pitcher controls the game. You don't know what that's like until you fucking get get in there and you're yeah. the one on the mound and yeah. you're you're either struggling or you're shoving and you're doing good mm-hmm. and you don't you don't know what that's like. And I've learned that firsthand this year. It's like it's a whole different ball game. It's yeah. not. Yeah, everyone thinks it's it's easy. Including mm-hmm. myself, I thought it was gonna be easy, it's but not. shit. I got fucking slapped in the face this year for sure. I mean, I mean it's tough. Yeah, no, it's it's hard. And I mean, I threw myself out there against college hitters. So yeah. th- what did I expect? I but mean, either way, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you mess up, and everybody's looking at you. There's yeah. nowhere to go. Everyone then, knows you, you shit your job. The <laughs> everybody's looking at you like you just did your job. So yeah. I mean, I love that. It's all on. I control. Exactly. I control. No, yeah, for sure. Exactly. That's a great part to, you know, like about the game. So kind of going off of that, why do you guys think the mental side of the game is like, you know, in baseball so important? Uh, I would say it's very important because it's, I would say, 80% of the game is playing catch. The other 20% is mental. If you got to believe in yourself, you need to make sure that you can get the job done. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you don't have people that believe in you. You're going to go out and fail. You're going to be 1-21 on the season. Um, other than that, though, I mean, you got to really believe in yourself and others, the guys that you're out there every single day with, spending time with, spending time away from your family with. you got to believe in those guys. you got to want to grind with them every single day. And that's what's tough is buying in. I would say that's a good word to use. Yeah, buy buying in. in. Coaches talk about it all the time in practice. you got to buy in, man. Yeah. And, like, you, you can let that fly over your head, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy in, I'm going to buy in, I'm going to show up every day. There's a difference between Until showing really up every day it. and competing yeah. every day. There's a difference. So I would say the mental aspect of holding yourself accountable and believing in yourself is very, very key in baseball. So you would say, like, you so you're so you're talking about like not just showing up and going through the motions, mm-hmm. more like mm-hmm. actually like putting in work and really yeah. focused on what you're doing that day, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Is is that what you're trying to pinpoint at? Yeah, exactly. You know how people say practice how you play. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that. It's like oh, yeah. not, it's like little things, like perfect the little things. Like you just don't go through the motions because if you go through the motions, you're gonna show up on game day and not. And if you try to turn it up, yeah. If you try to turn it on and you're like, oh wait, this is how I've been practicing though. There's a difference. That's why I like having key you know just work hard every single day yeah exactly practice with a purpose no yeah i agree with that i mean i think that's been part of the problem with us this year because absolutely we don't there's no intensity every day yeah we're just going through the motions yeah and it sucks to see it because there is talent here there is talent like i mean and i don't think any of the teams that we played have been like overly power overpowering at least like you know i think we can match up with them yeah we can compete with every team we've played this year there have been teams we've played that have been better than us but I think we've played, I mean, better against the better teams for the most part. We kind of bring it. But we have mental lapses a lot. Yeah. And that's part of practice, not being think, focused all the time, not doing the little things perfectly. Yeah, that also comes with, like, just not having a lot of experience, too. A lot of the guys this year are first-year guys. Fresh out of high school. Fresh out of high school. Didn't even have a senior year, really. And then the guys that are returning. competition. And then the guys that are returning, they didn't really have a full year either. So mm-hmm. they don't know what the grind of the whole season mm-hmm. is either. Exactly. So. Us as the guys coming back from last year, we mm-hmm. we're trying our best to you know help you know push everybody, but it's hard. you know it's hard because you know we're pretty much in the same boat as they are. We don't have the full experience of the season, so right. yeah. what are they gonna be like? You guys are just guys that were just here for what half maybe a for half, half a year, a year. last yeah. year. You guys don't know what it's like, and mm-hmm. it is true we don't really know what it's like, but we have an idea of what it's like, what right. it takes right. at least to go through a season a and very, stuff like that. Very good idea. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We, we pushed through that entire fall and stuff last yeah, year. Yeah, we had the whole fall. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's like, I think fall ball and like that, that when you're just beat, you're absolutely dog tired, that's when you find out what you have. But that's when you look over to the guy next to you and you see what he has. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up. I'm looking over to see, are you going to push me? Mm-hmm. Am I going to mm-hmm. push you? Like, what are we going to do? And yeah, I think I think that's like a big part of mentally. It's just yeah. you got to break yourself down mentally and physically, and then you find out where you are as a person, where you are as a team. As a that's a too. that's yeah. a good thing to point out. Like competing within the team, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing Healthy. we haven't done. You need it. You need that competition. Like last fall, like me and PJ are boys now. But last fall, we were cool. But I'm looking at him like, you're 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 shoving. I'm like, you're taking innings that I want. 
So that makes me go out there and all right now I gotta I gotta do better than he did. I gotta do better than everybody else because I want those innings. Mm. And that internal drive that, in, that you can't sleep, that's what like I don't know, that's what gets the best out of me personally mentally. Yeah. I gotta know that I need to work for this. Mm-hmm. And if I if I know that, then I'm going to I'm gonna lock in and compete. Right. So, it makes yeah. you it makes you just more more focused when you're out there competing. Because you want that opportunity. You want the coach to believe in you when you get out there. I get that. So, do you think there's a difference in mindsets between like position players and pitchers specifically, or you think it's mm. it's all similar? Yes, I would 100% say yes, but no. We're on the same page, but not on the same paragraph. Okay. Okay. Like that, hey? I like that analogy. Okay. So, so we're we're, <laughs> we're competing, right? We're we're playing the exact same game. Right. We're not playing a different game. But no. Right. What am I trying to do compared to the shortstop? I'm trying to throw a strike. I got to dog down like I'm mentally prepared every breath everyone's looking at me like when you're playing a baseball game I'm not looking at the shortstop every pitch like mm-hmm. I'm looking at the pitcher seeing how he's you know throwing just back to it back to, to the it. catcher and to the hitter that's where the game happens this is where the that. game's at like they control the game so I would say that for like I don't know I, I played defense and I played a, a hit back in high school so I mean I would feel like as a pitcher from what I've seen and me being a starter for the last two years I've turned it up more mentally, like more seriously, because I get I don't play every single game like they do. So like let's say shortstops, they get to play. They have we have we play a doubleheader at 16 innings. My short, if we have a good hitting short, shortstop, he's gonna play all pretty much 16 of those innings. Eight or nine bats in a day. He's, he's yeah. gonna you know he's gonna get a lot of a lot of time on that field. As mm-hmm. a pitcher, a starting pitcher, if if I'm not doing good, if I'm not on, I get four innings for a week, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Yeah, sometimes less. So it's, yeah. I would say it's a it's. Yes, we all want to compete, but it's more, I don't know, I feel like pitchers are more keen to. You got to be more perfect. Yeah, you have to be more, you have to be almost. Uh, you got to just it, be a lot more consistent. Yeah, you, be, have, you have to, every time you go out there, you have to perform to the best of your ability. And give you your team a chance. Day, yeah, to give your team a chance, because if you don't have it as a pitcher, it is very hard to overcome a pitcher exactly. having a bad day. Exactly. If a fielder has a bad day, it's tough to overcome. If your shortstop or three hitter has a bad day, it's tough to overcome, but you can. You have eight other guys in the lineup. You have seven other defenders. You know, you can you can overcome that. When a pitcher has a bad day, when you get lit up, when you get tagged, mm-hmm. you're out the game, yeah. and mm-hmm. your team's out the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's almost like uh, you kind of have to be a little bit more of an eye guy on the mound mm-hmm. than people think. Mm-hmm. You have to really want to – I don't know. You have to be there yeah. – you have to be an eye guy, but you have to equally like know like when not to be an eye guy. But I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, obviously I'm not going yeah, out there yeah, trying yeah, to strike yeah, everybody yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm here trying to win. Right. But like selfishly, I'm trying to shove Self, for me, yeah. and then I don't know that pushes me to mm-hmm. shove for the team. Mm-hmm. Also, the shortstop in one inning can't let up ten runs. Maybe they can, but like one inning. Yeah, exactly. The shortstop, yeah. you know, let up ten runs. So I feel like as a position player, you kind of have to have the going back to what you're talking about the the mental aspect of the game. As a position player, it's a game of failure. That's um, everybody knows that, right? If you hit 300, you're having a pretty good season mm-hmm. at the college level. If you're hitting 400, you're having a great season. You're still getting out over half the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a game of failure. You're going to make errors. You're going to fail. As a pitcher, you're going to miss spots. You're going to have bad outings. But you can't have back-to-back bad outings. Mm-hmm. And you can't have back-to-back missed spots. And you can't compound mistakes like that. It's mm-hmm. more, like, urgent. The yeah. urgency has to be a little because bit different. The, the appearances are limited. Depending you on have your a role. limited amount of time you're working with. You have to maximize yourself in that amount of time you have on the field. You gotta establish yourself like as a like you gotta establish your role and then go from mm-hmm. there and build up on it. Because mm-hmm. if the moment you start to slack off or you start not to be as good, you're not gonna get those innings. You're not gonna get there's those. There's a whole there's a whole guy, a whole line of guys down there in the bullpen waiting for those innings. That right. You're getting right now. They're they're dying for them. Right. So as soon as you mess up, there's a whole line of guys that are waiting for that opportunity. Right. And somebody's gonna take advantage of them. Oh yeah. Definitely. I'm like, not. I'm not taking anything off of it though. To hit a baseball is very hard. Oh yeah. Oh, so, no, I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't that's, clear that that's up. why I came back to be a pitcher. That's why. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't hit. Ball. In fact, that's why I'm a pitcher. I can't hit. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying. That's a hard thing to do. Stuff is easy. Like oh, pitching so much harder. No. Hitting is difficult. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, that's it's a different beast. Yeah, different beast. But they're two different beasts. Not one's easier, one's harder. They are two very different 
Yeah, yeah because think about it. You're getting out. You're getting out seven out of ten times, and you're still considered. You're still, su- you're still, you're still considered good. successful. Yeah. Like, and especially with the doubleheaders we've been playing, you go over four one game. You got to bounce back. You and have try to. to you have to give your two, two for four the next yeah. game yeah, to, to give yourself, give your team a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you got to play defense and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. As a pitcher, you got to worry just about just like you said, single ball, yeah. execution every time. Yeah, exactly. Execute every pitch. So it's just a different focus every single time, depending on what you're doing. Or your position player. Absolutely. Okay, I like that. I like that. So, going off of that, so do you guys believe like the mental side of the game has been something that both of you guys have had awareness like at an earlier earlier moment in your careers, or something you guys have recently kind of like tapped into now since you guys got into the college level? If that makes any sense, like it does. It does. Yeah. I would say not like. I would probably say around like sophomore year of high school. Okay. Like sophomore year when I got introduced to the varsity side and like that competing. I'm seeing seniors that this is like their last year of high school. They're trying to go off to the college level. I saw that different level of intensity from JV baseball to varsity baseball. And that's when I realized like getting kids seeing. We had a kid my, my sophomore year, his senior year, he plays. He's actually playing for the Phillies right now. Had a lot of anger issues though. And his senior year, he broke a finger because he came out of the game and punched the pole. And I was like, dude. You just messed now up one out. game. Yeah, what happened, then, you know? And then I understood injured. I understood the whole mental part of the game of how frustrated we, he was because of how much was riding on that one game. And that's when I started to keen in and, like, really pay attention. Like, oh, I got to take some more, some things more seriously than others. And I'm not out here just for my mom and dad. I'm out here mm-hmm. for myself and trying to get better as an individual and a player for the people around me. So mm-hmm. I'd say about sophomore year. Okay. What yeah. about you, Pat? Yeah, I think uh, I've kind of always known that baseball was a mental struggle. Because, I mean, my dad played baseball in high school. My mom played in high school. Like, my whole, I grew up around baseball. So I've always known it's a, it's a very hard game to play mentally. But I don't think I realized how tough it was until my junior year. Because that's when I started really applying myself and really caring about baseball. Before that, I kind of went through the motions and I played other sports. And then junior year is when I – that's baseball is what I wanted to pursue. And uh, my first year, you know, you think, you know, I'm going to be in the rotation. I'm going to – play third base, I'm on a decent team, you know what I'm saying? I, and, and then you show up and you get lit up or you, you come out of the bullpen or you get some pinch at bats, you know, starting at third base and you're thinking, man, is this even for me? Mm-hmm. And that's when you got to mentally, that's when you mentally got to be tough and say, I know who I am, I know why I'm here. And that's when you just got to get after it. And I think, the, I think becoming aware of the mental aspect of the game is what separates uh, boys from men in this game, mm-hmm. is when you can when you can understand the emotions that come with the game and the frustrations that come with the game and when you can conquer that yourself and kind of control it, it channeled aggression. They talk about that in football, channeled aggression on the baseball field. Take that anger and that frustration, channel it into making a defensive play after you just struck out or channel it into getting a double play after you just walked somebody. Mm-hmm. It's all about controlling your emotions and controlling that mental aspect. And I do a lot of, uh, I do meditation before I pitch. I meditate before games. It helps me control my breathing, control my thoughts, and kind of centers me. That helps me. But yeah, I became aware of it probably junior year of high school is when I started to really focus it. If I'm going to take this seriously, I need to take the mental part of this game seriously. Right, and that's very well said on your part, both of your guys' part. The thing I want to pinpoint kind of add is like when you said like the mental side of the game kind of like separates the boys from the men. Mm-hmm. And like that's a big thing that I've heard a lot from even guys that have played in the minor leagues. Like those guys they're talking about playing every single day like literally every single day like mm-hmm. you we're what we're going through now is a grind but what they it's go nothing. through it's nothing <laughs> yeah. compared to what yeah. they go through yeah. and they're not getting paid no they, anything they dirt. like they they're making dirt, dirt. exactly yeah. and recently i talked to one guy he played in the angels organization right and he was telling me about how like big the mental side of the game is because like if you can't bounce back from those failures you know, and there's a lot of stuff writing on it. You know what I mean? So you can't bounce back. Mm-hmm. You're going to get cut. You're yeah, going to lose your job. That's your job. Yep. And think job. about it. You got a family to take care of. You got to feed yourself. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, it's it's tough, man. Like, it's tough. People think going pro is Being easy. Being a pro athlete, yeah. it's a dream, it, it's right? It's a dream, but, but it, it's a grind to get it's there. A it's a grind. Get there. Yeah. Once you're there, it's a grind to stay there. Exactly. Mentally. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, really, because you if you're in the minor leagues, like you were talking about, one streak of bad games and you're thinking the negative thoughts start to creep in is this for me does the organization mm-hmm. like me yeah. you know what i'm saying like i get that here sometimes i'll have a bad outing i'm like am i going to get the next opportunity 
Mm-hmm. Am I going to get the next inning or are they going to jump me for somebody else? Yeah. You know? So yeah. you know, that mental part, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge, especially it get, as a pitch. It's it gets huge. at you. It gets at you for sure Base- sometimes. Baseball is tough, but I will say with all, the, with all this mental stuff that goes on and like how serious you need to take it as a job, you, it's very very serious to find and have some fun enjoy it yeah. you gotta enjoy it you gotta enjoy it too yeah. it's a kids game it's, yeah it's a kids game but it's very serious kids game yeah, yeah. at this level <laughs> very serious kids but I mean game. I don't know you gotta have fun, you gotta have yeah. fun. If, you're not, if you're not having fun what are you playing what are you for? doing yeah what exactly you doing? I don't know it's we, a weird no, balance. It's a very, it's a, weird it's a very yeah. It's yeah. a fine line between having too much fun mm-hmm. and having not enough fun to where it's miserable. Yeah, you gotta have like enough fun, but take it serious. Exactly. Not it serious. Exactly. I feel like a lot of us lose sight of that as we get older. That Absolutely. it's supposed to be fun. Like mm-hmm. we're just like we so caught up when we were, we're kids. So, we're so caught up in like the results and stuff like that that we lose sight of like the fact that this is a game we chose to play because mm-hmm. we enjoy it, not a game that we're we're playing because you know we want to you know do X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, that's that's the end goal to get to the pros yeah. and stuff like that, but obviously, like, it's still supposed to be fun. You know, you, you can't beat yourself up over it. You have to you have to be able to, to enjoy baseball even when, like, oh, like yesterday's a good example of our game, right? We gave up a four spot in the first inning, mm-hmm. and then we put up a seven spot in the bottom of the first. Yeah. And we lost the game ultimately 14 to 11, but at the end of the day, we're frustrated. We've had a terrible season, right? We want to win every game. But if I, I didn't pitch yesterday, but if I was a pitcher who threw, you didn't pitch how you wanted to. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to look back and think, man, that was a good game even after I came out of the game. And he hits, too, so we had a good offense today. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't do my job, but, I mean, I just watched a great baseball game. Mm-hmm. I was a part of a great baseball even though it didn't go how we wanted. I mm-hmm. didn't put, perform how I wanted. That was a fun game, right? We were there. Yeah. It was a fun yeah. game to play. No, yeah, it was you fun to enjoy, You got to enjoy that even when the ball is not going your way, even when it's not bouncing your way. No, yeah, definitely. Just take a little moment to like kind of regroup yeah. yourself mm-hmm. and just go back and cheer your guys on. Absolutely. Those yeah, are the same guys that are going to be there for you when you're right. down or when you're up. We're blessed to still be playing this game. Yeah, everybody's playing the college level. We're blessed to still. We're blessed. To I mean, still think be about all the other LA schools that aren't playing right now. And I mean, yeah, everybody in our league got shut down. We're yeah. blessed we're even getting yeah. a season. Yeah, exactly. So kind of just going off of that, I kind of want to dig into like, what's your guys' mindset when you guys are in the mound? Like, what what are you thinking? What are you? What's going through your mind? <laughs> I know this is gonna be a oh, fun one for PJ. for PJ. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna be a fun one. Um, I don't know how vulgar I can get because dude, it's go for it. I'm, a, go. I'm, I'm different now. On a game day, it's like. I'm there to mess up your entire family. Like, like, it's it's different. Like, because again, like the whole mental thing about pitching was I'm there and I have that, oh, I'm the guy on the mound. I'm starting this game. I'm, I want to finish this game. Everyone's looking at me. I want to compete every single pitch. And when you're doing that and you're like looking at kids, like it's a different type. I have a respect for them. Like I'm not going to, you know, go out and do stupid things, but it's a different type of, I'm going to beat you right now and shove you into the ground and step on your neck. And yep. not no, you, let have, you, breathe. you have to be like that. I'm not going to let you breathe. I'm going to let you up, but I'm not going to let you breathe, you know? Yeah. And it's a weird, like, very competitive mindset. I'm, I'm, it's like a, what Coach used to call killer. That mm. killer mindset. Like, it's just... I have. I don't. I'm not thinking about what I want to eat after the game. I'm not thinking about what my friends are texting me on my phone. I'm not worried about who's in the stands. I'm not worried about anything else except for one pitch at a time and making that batter look stupid. That's my job. Right. So that's like that's what my mindset is: is focusing on that one thing, taking mm-hmm. one thing at a time, mm-hmm. and really making sure that I'm honing in to killing the other team because that's my job and I want to look good. So hell yeah, I love it. What about you, Pat? I mean, I mean, me and PJ are very different people and very different pitchers but the, in, in terms of the mindset on the mound I mean in my opinion if you if you're going to be a pitcher especially at the college level that's kind of the mindset you have to have is that I'm out here to do a job right now for me and for my team and I'm not going to let anybody get in the way I don't care who's in the box I faced a lot of talented hitters and I've done very badly against a lot of talented hitters you can't care I've done I've had success against talented hitters too you yep. It's got to be, yeah, it's going up there. And when I'm on the mound, what I'm thinking about, a lot of people don't like to get uh, mechanical with their thoughts or even, I kind of let my mind do what it wants to do. I, I, you know, keep it in, but not get too not let it over. Wander yeah, too not, let it, too much. not let it wander off too much, but not get too, all right, this, all right, you have to execute right here, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. It's kind of just a, all right, fastball outside, all right, so a fastball outside. Or if I end up walking the guy, it's all right, you didn't do your job, you're one pitch away. You're one mm. pitch away. Mm-hmm. 
look down or freaking sometimes I'll just look up and just clear my mind. Just absolutely forget everything I'm thinking, just clear everything, don't think about anything, and then lock that right back in. But yeah, I you can't you have to be a killer out there, but for me, if I put too much pressure on myself or I get too amped up and too much into the emotions of the game, because it is an emotional game, uh, I won't be successful. Like this year my worst outing was against Bakersfield. And you, you guys were at that game. You know everything that was said. Yeah. And there was a lot of shit talking going on. And there was a oh, lot of energy, man. a lot of emotion. I knew some guys on the team. And I was amped. I was ready to go. Man. But I just didn't have it that day. I let the emotions get too much. So you have to be, for me, myself, I have to center myself and just kind of feel at one with, with the baseball field for me. I still have your sign. <clears throat> still, still sitting there. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, though, that was a fun series. That was a great series. That was the best was, series that was, all year. That was that great was, baseball. That was yeah. really good baseball. Oh, yeah, though. it was great baseball. We and I love the, I love the shit talking. I love the intensity. I love that. I mean, I'm a hothead. Everybody, know, everybody that's ever played with me knows I'm a hothead. But I, I like that shit. That makes you better, makes me better. I like that shit talking. I love how I, we won. <laughs> we did, we did. Thank you, Phil. Man, if you're listening, we are 1 in 21. And that one is against you. Yep. Let yeah. that sink in, gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, my favorite moment comes from that series oh. when I came in with the bases loaded. Struck uh, that batter out. Yes, sir. Struck that batter yes, out. Yes, sir. Well, that was a win. That was a game we got to win. Yeah, in, right? that was the yes, game sir. we won. Yeah. But then let's not talk about what I did in the last inning. <laughs> yeah, you won the game. I hit we two batters in a row. <laughs> I got the first out. Hit two batters in a row. His legs were like. Shout out Dylan Schneider, man. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, you got the save. They gave it to Cotto though. Remember, they gave it to Cotto initially, like on the scoring. Oh, he did. Oh, it was his bullpen day. It was his yeah. bullpen day to start, and then he didn't have it, and he. Yeah. Fucking change up, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kato, if you're listening yeah, to this, man. fucking change up, right? Change up, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, kind of going off of that, so, like, what do you guys feel like you guys learned from your guys' experience these last two years, you know, playing at the Juco level? Say, I've learned a lot more this year on the winning team than yeah. last year. Oh, this year's so taught me so more. much. It's weird. Like, even though we're not good, I mean, we can. We compete sometimes. There's guys that want to win. There's guys that don't want to win. There's guys that are there just to be there. And mm-hmm. It's weird, yeah. It's, it's a weird mix. It's a weird. It's a very um, it's a digging down type season. It's you got to find this within yourself. And like one of our teammate number five, Cowboy. That's one of the guys you know you could look at, and uh, you could really tell like he just digs down within himself. He's not out here like I really got caught up with. Oh, we suck. Oh, I'm not gonna have good defense. Oh, I'm gonna be really upset. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pitch well now mm-hmm. because of that. And like you can't let that get to you because especially we're JUCO, yeah. we're JUCO out here in Lancaster. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're in Lancaster, man. Like we, you got to, you got to play. It's a very team sport, but at this level, it's almost individualized. Like you got to perform is. for yeah. yourself and keep your yourself clean and make make right choices. And it's I would say it's tough for like blaming other people and not holding yourself accountable. That's so a hard that's, thing that a lot mm-hmm. of people can do on mm-hmm. our team and other people that I've played around too. Mm-hmm. Once you can do that, I feel like it makes you that much better. Mm-hmm. Because if you take accountability for mm-hmm. your mistakes, and you know it makes you that much better. Because That's, you're not pointing, you're not looking at who to point fingers mm-hmm. at. You're mm-hmm. pointing fingers right back at, at yourself because you know mm-hmm. it was you that fucked up. It was you that messed up. You got to be able to do that though. It's a hard thing to do because it it takes it takes a lot of pro- like. It, how do I say like? You got to remove your pride to do that. Yeah. Like you got to have to. Absolutely. Yeah, it's that pride. ego thing. You have to check your pride and your ego before you walk in the locker room every day. Yeah. You have to. You have to. As a team, not not individually to succeed necessarily, but as a team, when you when everybody buys in, you have to you have to check your ego. And I think I don't know. I learned a lot this year. I learned a lot about my body and about the importance of health in the off season because mm-hmm. I've been battling injury, mm-hmm. and that injury has taught me a lot about myself. The fact that I was able to try and come back, and I mean on a team where. A lot of guys would have checked it in and said this year isn't for me. I wanted to come back and wanted to get my innings in and try and pitch for this team. Mm-hmm. But I learned more last year. I feel like this year taught me a lot about adversity. But my high school team, I dealt with a lot of adversity. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it. Last year taught me, one, I can go in a group with a bunch of people I don't know in fall, compete and make the team. And then it taught me that well, not only are you good, because I've always been a guy where I know I'm good, mm-hmm. but the potential has never been realized. It's always been something holding me back. Last year was the year where it was like, okay, I'm him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I had a, a, I think it was a 12 innings, 13 innings scoreless streak last year out of the bullpen. Mm. I wanted the ball. Yeah. I came in the game and I, I wanted the That taught me to, uh, you have to believe in yourself. But last year really gave me that confidence that, look, you were a good pitcher on a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, last year taught me a lot about. About camaraderie, I mean, last year you had an um, interesting mix of guys. You have grown men, you have high schoolers, you have 
and you're all in the same spot. We had a guy who had been drafted on our team last year, and we're all in the same spot. So you really do have to kind of check your ego at the mm-hmm. door and buy in. Mm-hmm. And we talked about buying yeah. in, but you check your ego at the door, you buy in, you believe in yourself, and you put in the work, you'll be successful as a person, as a team. No, that's a good point from last year, not knowing about like what we had from those 70 kids. Man, who knows? 70 kids. 70 70 70 kids. No, 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 70, 73. 73. 73. We were all in the team room. Yeah. Yep, the first, first practice, 73 kids. And we all looked out there, and I remember, why did I leave my family? Why Dude, did I come yeah. I'm paying, I'm paying did rent I get out here cut? for no reason. Did I just yeah, get cut I'm, I'm not making the team. And then all of a sudden, you got a 6'1", 150-pound skinny boy being your <laughs> starter. Like, what? Dude. It's weird. It was, it, was, it was all, in my opinion, it was all a result of the atmosphere that was created by the fall. And I'm not going to say it wasn't generated by the coaches, but I really think it was an interesting mix of people that generated yeah, that. Too. You had Chris and Duarte, who really in the fall, if you guys remember, I mean, those two players, if they're listening, oh. you guys are great players. I miss you guys every day. But in the fall, they weren't I miss like, my catcher. They weren't nothing crazy. They were having good years, but they were both struggling offensively a little bit, mm-hmm. defensively. Mm-hmm. But it was an interesting group of guys that showed up every day at practice. Nobody missed practice. Nobody missed a workout. Uh, and the people that did would that would half-ass the workouts went home. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that was We'd there was... We'd on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it really became... You could tell who was going to make the team and who wasn't mm-hmm. because it was all about how hard are you willing to work. Who was showing up every who's, single day and putting in the work? Every day. Every day. You show up it's early. Not, you stay late. Every day you put in the work. Show you want to be there. No. It wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. Because you go in there seeing like five other guys at your position. As a position player. That was me player, last yeah. year. Yeah. Five other guys in my position. Like, yeah. I got to freaking, I, mean, I got to step up. And, and you were in the deepest uh, position group on the field last year. The yeah. middle infield base, was stacked. Second, second base, base shortstop. Base I mean, that yeah. middle infield was crazy. If you were trying to play second, short, or third last year, I mean, you, I mean, yeah. there were just not a lot of spots to be had. And we you had were on five the position players. Any position yeah. player. Even the outfield was yeah. pretty was packed. It was, it was pretty packed. Good. Well, there was comp out there everywhere. Pitchers, yeah, too. It honestly made but me that much better. Yeah. It did. You had to show up. Yeah. There was no other option. There was had to show up. And if I didn't. You're done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, even the for the pitchers, the too. Even the pitchers, too. I mean, you guys had a lot of freaking guys, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, my fall last year was terrible after that car accident. Oh, yeah. I, was, I mean, you, you had an all right fall, but even you at the start didn't uh, have a great yeah, I fall. Wasn't, I wasn't good at the fall. Yeah. This yeah. guy started out the pen. Yeah, he last started year, out he the pen last year. Yeah. 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 DJ started out Hondo, the pen baby. last year. Yeah. yeah. He said, uh, <laughs> we, got, we got bases loaded, nobody out. You're going to be the guy that gets your number called. And I said, oh, bye, ERA. I was, <laughs> a, I was in the bullpen hot when I heard that. I was like, dog. I'm not even. I'm trying to be in the bullpen. Let this guy start, huh? Let me be the guy. I didn't even know what I want to be because I was out the bullpen in high school. I just came mm-hmm. out there wanted to compete and wanted to play baseball. Yeah. Did you get out of that? I wasn't. I wasn't there at that game. You you what? came in bases loaded. You said or no? Oh, no, 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 no Holiday told me that's what Holiday yeah. said. He was like, he was like I want you to be, be the guy out of the bullpen. That's mm-hmm. gonna be like my role. And then all of a sudden, um, winter break happened, and then Foley went on that accident. He got that. Yeah, that he got that. Like that hole in his ankle. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, me and Foley were talking. He's like, I'm going to tell Holiday to give you a start. So then I went out there and started that one game and then just mm-hmm. never looked back. Never looked back. Just when I saw an opportunity yeah. and the, our number one starter that everyone looked at was like, oh, that's the guy. I got hurt. And then I got the, the opportunity to take that spot. Mm. I wasn't going to let that go. Y'all just heard a, heard a breaking story. I've never heard that story before. Yeah. 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 I was born. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I've never that's heard like, it either. Exclusive access, baby. Yeah, Spencer yeah. Foley. Pass the torch. Yeah, my boy Foley. Because me and, me and Foley would always be talking. And like, I'd always be picking his brain and stuff. And then he realized, like, oh, you want to be a starter, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I do. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I don't know. I like being center of attention. Who, want, who wants that? I mean, like, yeah. I love being course, out the bullpen. I love being the closer. But, like, deep down, you guys know what I want to do. Yeah. I want to start. I was a starter in high school. Who doesn't want to start? Who doesn't want to like, start? Exactly. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to try to start a game and finish the game? Yeah. Like, that's coming that in, was, Coming in in the eighth and ninth inning, though, it, it's mm-hmm. not It's yeah. not the same thing. It's but very let intense. me tell you, it is It is just it's as tough. It's intense. And it is just as fun. It is I, intense. I, I live off that adrenaline. Like coming an O-O in. ball game oh, in the man. eighth? Yeah. When you, every, yeah. Last year, every time you would come out of the game, and I'd be the guy following you in the seventh or eighth inning, I'd be like, okay, PJ's pitch his ass off, and we're only up by one. <laughs> don't don't screw this up. <laughs> or we're down by one. Or we're down by one. Yeah, beat it just ask we're losing. Oh, no, I'm not gonna lie, those were fun though. Give me a win. Got the pine oh chart dripping God. off my glove at the end of the game. That's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't play for ABC anymore. Sure you got one more game, buddy. Oh, wow. It's not going to air. It won't air by then. Don't even worry uh, about it. Ventura, you should have checked me for part check time. The, check the glove. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right, so kind of going off of that. So, Actually, this is going in right into what you guys were just talking about, you guys' success last year. Oh, yeah. 
So why do you guys think you guys had so much success? I know you guys kind of tapped into that already, but what, would, what, do you, what do you guys think it was, really? Comparing from this year to last year, because obviously those are the two years of my JUCO experience in college mm-hmm. baseball so far, I would say that just the amount of guys from last year made it, made it like made me want it even more. Like so, like I'm a victim of it this year. Like coming to the field and like I said, going through the motions every day. I would sometimes come to the field this year and I'd show mm-hmm. up and look at the team and just see guys going through the motions. There's see 20, 20 guys, 20 out guys there. out yeah. there. So Everyone knowing there. that they're gonna play on Friday. It's just like oh, uh, like we're in a groove and it's weird. But like last year, you'd show up and there'd be the parking lot's full and you're looking for a parking spot. Looking, for, you're looking like, for a spot. You yeah. don't show up early and you got a spot. It's, it's there's a guys hitting the cage already before practice. Mm, there's there's 130. Practice yeah. starts at 230. I'm showing up at 145 and this dude's already here. Yeah, there's <laughs> guys hitting already. Like this, it's It was a different like pushing because you were like, you would sit down and you say, you look over and you see that guy working harder than you are and then it makes you want to kick yourself in the rear because you're like, why am I not working as hard as him? Why do I not want the same thing that he does? If we're sitting at the same place in the same field at the same time with our lives, like, mm-hmm. why would I not want to try to do the best? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. especially if you're not trying to do the best with something, why are you doing it? Why? Why, why, why would you? Why would you do I that? that from you? You yeah. told me that, and it was like one of he your workouts you, huh? and stuff. I don't even know. I don't even remember when you, when I said like that. Did I say that yeah, to you? Yeah, you or? did. You did. It was like you were talking about something. You're in the bullpen, you were huh? you were mad about something one day, and because someone wasn't doing something right, and you're oh. like, if you're not gonna do it, you're like, if you're not gonna do it, like if you're just gonna half-ass it, and you're really not gonna do it, don't do it because don't there's no point in doing it. Not getting you better. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it was the day that uh, it, we had a run for the cages. Remember, they wasn't, yes, yes, it wasn't yes. picked up. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah, it would always be me and Kenny picking up, cleaning up, and then one day I. Just told Kenny, I was like, I'm tired of yeah. this shit. I'm yeah. not gonna clean up. I'm yeah. not gonna clean up after everybody else. Like, yeah. I come in here, I hit before practice, after practice, but I clean up after my own mess. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doesn't. They yeah. don't give a fuck. And you're so, going into every other. Yeah, stage and then I, I told Garcia, which was our team leader last yeah, year. Okay. I told him about it. And he was like, All right, I'll get the guys and I'll, I'll let you talk. And then that's when I spoke my. I remember you know, that. My, that was my whole, two cents was, about it. I feel like that's when we flipped around too. That's when we had our whole thing. Yeah, I was. We were we were on two with you last year. And I, last year I didn't even freaking play. I was just a role play. Like I was yeah. just I was just a guy that was just there working my ass off. Like, you were uh, yeah. I you didn't get a whole lot of innings, but like how you were on the team and how you carry yourself. Like that's why I'm glad you're pitching this year. It's how you carry yourself. That shit is really contagious. Mm-hmm. Like. This is exact. This is exactly what happened when you when you got on your West Coast Ballers. Shout out West Coast Ballers. We're on it right now. When you got on that Instagram page and you posted something about becoming a PO, me and Preston sent it to each other, and we were you know joking because we like you, but we were like, whose innings is he taking? Yeah, it's not mine. Not mine. <laughs> but no, it was a joke. It was a joke. And then I sat there and I thought I was like, I know how hard Luis works. I have to work just as hard. I ha- yeah, I got, I got nervous. nervous. I was as like, much I, know as how I was hard joking. Works. Yeah, I wasn't. I was nervous. I wasn't. I, I was, was like, nervous. I know how hard he works. One guy. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, it was different because you would be, even though you were a role player, like you were saying, and you were like not playing as much as other yeah. people. You were on the bench and still working that hard, picking up after us and picking up after other people. Being, just being, I mean, even this year, the energy on the bench. We were like that last year too. Just, it just shows other people that are playing. We, we before me, this. we yeah. before me, but also in your me, you're working to be the best you, you can be. Yeah. But at the end of the day, every time you show up, it's we before me. Yeah. And that that was contagious. I think that was part of the success was just that everybody wanted to work hard because it was. I mean, we had guys we didn't like. I'm not going to say any names on the team last year, but we all know who we're talking yeah. about. We had some guys we didn't prefer. But at the end of the day, like, as a team, we got we had a long, goal. pretty. We had a common goal, which was to win baseball games. We wanted to win our conference. Yeah, we we thought we could. Yeah, we thought we had a good enough team to to. We did. We, we did. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I, I like I like Animal Valley College. I'm grateful for the opportunity they gave me. But everybody knows this isn't a desired location. No, this really no. is a second chance or kind of a last chance. You as you know, the, like the Netflix series. This is where you come when you have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of bonded to that, where it's like. It is us against everybody else because everybody else has been given an opportunity and we had to take this opportunity that we that like nobody else would want. Mm-hmm. So and it kinda I don't know. We we were good last year. We wanted to be that team at eighty where it's like eighty eighty well, they're good ABC's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were. Dude. We were. And that that that's what drove us. Let me tell you a story about that. Mm-hmm. So the uh, one of my teachers from freshers last year I had mm-hmm. intro to kinesiology. Okay. He's a soccer coach, I think, for the girls' soccer team at ABC. Mm-hmm. And he would always constantly like ask us about the season because sometimes we would have to miss class. Me and Ricky were in that class together for for baseball, for, baseball. for games, yeah, for games. Ricky. And Ricky. Ricky, shout out Ricky, I hope you're listening. Yes, sir. But um, we would we would have to miss because of that. 
And I remember he he asked us how we were doing. This is when we were going to conference. So we were 10 and 4 going into conference. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the best record I've seen ABC Baseball ever have going into mm-hmm. conference. Like, this is really good. Like, mm-hmm. what have you guys been doing? And I was like, competing. just working our asses competing, off and man. competing. Working and competing, man. Like, that's literally all we did. And, I mean, I loved it last year. Yeah, I know. I did, too. I mean, that's you could, like, send a text and be like, hey, we're all going to hang out here. And it was like a team bonding oh, thing. Like, dude. we'd all, like, liked each other. We'd all, like, Fridays. Five o'clock. LCP, LCP playing basketball, baby. Shout All out year. to OC. Shout out to Osagiri and Peru and Peru. Peru, convoy, bro. Peru, Peru, man. Trashing little kids on the on the <laughs> we court. Sure won that championship. Oh no no no. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay, yeah, I'm a humble guy, but the basketball, no baseball player should be better than me in basketball. I, I hoop too much, but I'm too good at hoops. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, yeah, it was just a. I don't know. We all liked each other. We all wanted yeah. to be. And this year, I really fully believe with the talent we had, if we would have had a proper season. Showing up in August with 50 guys out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. it would have been a different story. I, I, think I firmly believe that. I think, but I think it was a circumstance thing. And then mentally, I think it was just we didn't have time to get mentally tough as a team, so we were a mentally weak team. Yeah. That, I think about it all the time too. Like, well, at least recently, I've been thinking about it like, why haven't we been as successful? Mm-hmm. And I think part of it has to do with the fact that a lot of teams were playing they still have the same players they had the year before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those guys' roles are established already. Yeah. This is this is my four guys that are going to start. These are my relievers. These are my closers. Mm-hmm. This is my shortstop. This is my second base. Right. You know what I mean? This is my Everybody's ev- This is my utility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Us, we got a, a whole different new team compared to last year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not making excuses. I'm just looking at it from a baseball perspective yeah. and thinking about it. Nobody's roles on our pitching staff. Which has been our biggest setback yeah, was absolutely. really was really solidified besides PJ. And, like, and to be honest with and to be honest with you guys, I really feel like yeah, I think every single pitcher, yourself included, uh, we didn't do a good job of establishing our roles when mm-hmm. we got opportunities. We didn't grab the bull by the one. Like last year, every time we got an opportunity, you would get it and you would run with it. Or if you didn't, you wouldn't pitch again. This year, we had the numbers. We didn't have numbers, so we knew. If you mess up, you're going to pitch again. I don't know. It kind of takes yeah. the edge off. But as a pitching staff, we didn't do a good enough job of saying, this is my opportunity. I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah. We never – nobody really took that and ran. Nobody really stepped up. Nobody – yeah, all year. we kind of been waiting for somebody to step up, and it just never really happened. We've gotten good outings. I'd say probably, I mean, Mach at the end of the year. Mach, He's probably done the, done the best too. example of getting opportunity and running with it. Dondo to an extent, mm-hmm. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, yeah, it's just been – that's just been the difference. It's just we didn't. When you got an opportunity, you have to seize it. And it was just a circumstantial year. We didn't get the year we wanted, but not to make excuses. We all know that there was things every single one of us could have done differently. Yeah, come definitely. On, come watch and um, what game was that? That he so came in the pitch. Yeah, that was probably our best pitching day. More park. More park. Last, week. Week. Yeah, that that was last, last Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. got the first one. I went the second one. That was yeah, that was, best. that was best pitch. Everybody the pitch yeah. was great that day. Yeah. Macho, me, you, Pete, and Wilson. Everybody yeah, pitched good. Pitch well. Everybody pitched good. No, yeah, that was that was good baseball. That's what we need right to there. do. I mean, that's what we did last year. That was what the games we need to have. Yeah. We weren't, we, I mean, we weren't scoring a bunch last year. We were winning games, like, holding teams at three, four runs. We were, we got, like, three walk-offs last year. Yeah. We only played, what, 17 games? 18. Well, for season. 18. Yeah. Not 18. fall, but not kind of fall. Yeah, not fall. No, no, that's, that's, that counts. That's, we did. We, uh, did? we counted that? No, no, no. The fall didn't count, but we, we played a total of 18 games. We played 18 games. We were, our fall, record was 10-8. Like and eight. Eight. Yeah, 10-8. Ten ten and 10-8, and, and, and I'd like to preface that by saying we started 10-4, and four and we were about to turn it around. Yep. Anybody that was on the team last year knows what I'm talking about. We had that little meeting, that little little get together, and uh, yeah, we were about to turn it around. I feel like heading into conference, but don't get it back. Quarantine, quarantine happened, and then yeah, quarantine was a great time, man. Quarantine was cool. Quarantine was a great time. I, I wish we could have seen our season then have quarantine. Dude, yeah, no, for sure. I wish there was no quarantine, <laughs> yeah. obviously, but yeah. looking back on it, quarantine. No, yeah, quarantine was, yeah. was all right. Yeah, I mean. Me and PJ talked about how it was a great time to spend a lot of time with family, family that, we, that we didn't and, get to before. I mean, uh, I mean, that's what kind of inspired me to, to get in shape. I'm not, you guys, I'm not a lot of you guys know me listening to this, but I was a, a more heavy set guy last year. And this year I came in with a more athletic frame. But quarantine was really what inspired me to do it. I put on a lot of weight. Like on top of how big I was, I put on like 12 pounds in like a month and a half. Mm. I was like, bro, what are we doing? Mm. You got to lock in. If you want to keep playing, you got to lock in. So that kind of inspired me to, to get in shape. 
Yeah, I, I we used to, I used to call you Big Pat last Big year. Big Pat, can't do can't it. Call you, can't call you Big Pat no more. Oh. Gotta call you Skinny Pat. Skinny Pat. I mean, not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Shut offensive up. at all. That's just... Ow. <laughs> <laughs> he was not that big, though. He was not. Nah, I wasn't too big. But I, was nah. I was always yeah, a big kid. I wasn't too big. Like 6'3", 250. <laughs> 235. 235. 235, that's what it says on the profile. I think it does. 230 or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> Alright, so kind of just to wrap up this interview, what's the biggest piece of advice you guys could offer to any like younger player out there that might be listening to this? Biggest piece of advice? For like yeah. just baseball or life? Baseball. Baseball. I mean life. I mean, life, I don't have a good one. I'm still figuring out my life. <laughs> I think we all are, man, at this point. Yeah, this 20 years old. Just 20. Dude, people who have freaking 40 stop and figure it out their right, lives, man, if we're being honest. In baseball... I would say um, just compete and have fun with it. You got to have that nice balance of competing, knowing yourself, knowing how hard you want to work every single day and keeping that up, keeping your mental game strong, but also having fun with it. Going going to find people that you go to the field every day because you're, you're not being with your family every day. You're not being with the people you love and people that you choose to be with. This is mm-hmm. more of a team and they're select guys there. Yeah. So if you make a family and you, you create that good bond, I feel like that will just absolutely blow up your career because if you mm-hmm. find those guys that will ride for you you'll start riding for them and you'll see other things little things will start falling in place so. mm-hmm. I say I have a few things to say this. I'm glad you brought this up mm-hmm. life advice I've noticed I'm talking to younger people here I've noticed in high school and now especially here in college now that I'm an, an older guy at this level the younger guys tend to have a mentality that doesn't translate to success in life too in terms of a everybody throws around the word entitlement. I don't want to throw the word entitlement around, but it's almost like a, I feel like I'm owed you know, an opportunity or I'm owed this or I'm owed that. Mm. And uh, you can feel that way, but life doesn't care. Mm-mm. Life's not going to stop. Bills aren't going to stop. Nothing's going to stop because you feel a certain type of way. Nope. You have to go out and, and, and earn everything you do in life. That's the biggest advice I can give in life. But in terms of baseball, any young athletes out there, have fun. Remember why you're having fun. But if you want to take baseball seriously, if that's what you want to do, if you want to play high-level baseball, get in the weight room. Yeah. I promise you. Get in the weight room. And it's not going to guarantee success, but it's going to be a lot easier to find success if you're strong and if your body's trained to be a baseball player. You will find success easier. Get in the weight room and just have fun, man. Remember why you're playing the game. We're playing a kid's game. Yeah. We're playing a kid's game, man. Just have fun and, and want to be out there, want to compete. Just, I don't know. Same thing with life. Gotta, yeah. gotta enjoy, gotta enjoy life. If you're miserable all the time, you're gonna be miserable all the time. We know people, everybody knows people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You talk to them and they always got something's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like news. being around those people. No, I don't wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna kick it with people who have goals and are positive about things. Like, like look at us. We're, I mean, do something, yeah. you gotta yeah. be able to, like, we're laughing, we're one in 21, we're still laughing. You gotta be able to have <laughs> a good time with the people you wanna have a good time around. You know, yeah, like, that hurts. you have to, or you're gonna, or you're gonna drive yourself crazy. Yeah. You really will. You're gonna yeah. drive yourself crazy. You have to be able to, to find enjoyment even when the ball's not bouncing your way. Mm. Keep a good mindset, man. Exactly. You guys, uh, you guys said it pretty well. I mean, there's not much else to say. I mean, Thank you guys for coming on. So to do for this. What's that? Yeah, no, no, man. Get that out of here, boy. I'm not falling for that shit like a hundred more times, dude. No, tú tienes por noche. Yo tengo No, no, no. Anyways, shout out to boy Kenny. Kenny, get him on. I'm not sure if he's. I'm not sure if you guys know who Kenny is, but Kenny's Luis's roommate. Shout out Kenny. Tank. Tank, yep. aka, uh, where is he from? Renton, Washington. Renton, Washington. Renton, Washington. He's from Seattle. He's from Renton. He's from Renton. Instigator on the team. Yeah, he's sure. instigator for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. You an instigator. You an instigator, Kenny. Yeah, you are. Don't shake your head. No, me. You an instigator. Oh my God. All right, guys. So thank you guys again for coming on today. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, as thanks much as I did. Man, it was fun. It was a fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah thanks for having us. Yeah, of course, absolutely. man. Anytime. I'm so honored. Yeah, dude. Oh, well, part of fraternity, Ricky. Yeah. Ricky, Chris, who else has been on here? Duarte. Of course. Quarter. Oh, do- Quarter? Oh, I love Quarter. Wow. Landstrom. Took a while to get to the pitchers, huh? Yeah, it did. <laughs> hey, hey man, hey, I was a position player. No, no, I <laughs> All middle infielders. All yeah. middle infielders. Frankie, uh, I hope your TikTok career and everything is going good. Thank you, Lindstrom. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is like the outro to the album. We're just going to be talking. Yeah, we're just going to be talking. Quarter, man. Hope you're doing good in Colorado. You know what's crazy? I was talking to the guys about it. There's really guys I'm never going to see again. No, yeah. yeah. I'm probably never going to see Frankie or Quarter again in my uh, life. Yeah. Cool dudes, probably man. Not, yeah. That was a pleasure to play with That's you guys. Gonna be like That's the toughest thing about Juco, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is from year to year, 
you're going to get bonds, you're going to be tight with people, and then you're probably never going to see them again in your life. Cherish those moments and yeah, those dude. memories. It depends on how good you bring a bond, though. Yeah. I mean, it's different. It's different. Yeah, it's different yeah. here. But I mean, like, just your teammates were like, oh, yeah, that's my teammate. We were cool. We'd kick it. But not like, I mean, obviously, your yeah, boys you make. Boy. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Juco's tough. Yeah. That's true. Juco bandit. Juco bandits for Go life, baby. Route. Hey, don't sleep on the Juco route. No, don't. I promise uh, you. The talent level here, you're going to play with dudes here, man. I promise. And you're going to see guys that freaking look like they, they're they like 28 with like five kids or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, last year, we're playing 23-year-old Koreans. Like, these dudes yeah. are professional athletes. <laughs> yeah. Couple guys. Some saliva. My bad. Oh, you oh, spit on me? Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. Right he cleaned it off. He cleaned yeah, it off. It's it not good. the first time. <laughs> oh, oh get him oh, on 4K. Yeah, All right, man. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this interview up, guys. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, like right. I said, thank you guys again for coming on. Thank I hope you, you guys so enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that being said, guys, this has been the end of the episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. All right, guys. This marks the end of today's episode with Patrick Berry and Preston Johnston. Uh, I hope you guys really did enjoy this episode and learned a lot from it. You know, I definitely learned a lot about the mindset as a pitcher throughout this year from these two guys and also from this interview. You know, it was uh, it was a really good learning experience for me. Obviously, the season didn't go the way I expected it to, but at the same time, I did have some really good performances out there, and then at the same time, I also had some really bad ones. You know, the thing I have to do from now on is to learn from these uh, pretty much these failures and stuff like that and learn from the season and move forward same thing applies to you know them as well because they did have their setbacks this year as opposed to last year when they were the guys that were you know pretty much you know would pretty much hold, keep us in the game and also you know get us a lot of wins last year I mean there was a huge difference this year you know Patrick having to deal with injuries Preston also just kind of dealing with you know a little bit of you know injuries as well a little bit of arm problems and also you know, dealing with, uh, you know, a whole different team, a whole different environment, you know, that stuff really does affect you. So with that, um, that being said, I, I really wanted to uh, take this time to thank them for coming on to the show and for for being uh, really great uh, teammates these last two years. You know, they helped push me to, you know, new limits that I didn't know I could reach. And thanks to them, you know, I am the player who I am today. But, you know, I know there's a lot more to, there's a lot more to improve on for myself. Uh, with that being said, also, I know I haven't uploaded an episode in a really long time, and that's just been because I've been so caught up with the season. You know, we played uh, four games a week, double headers twice a week, uh, and then I had classes to finish up with. You know, my schedule just got really busy, and I was just kind of all over the place. But thankfully, the season's over now, and you know, now I have time to really settle down and you know, hopefully get some more content out there. I don't know if it's going to be just podcasts or maybe I'll just start doing YouTube videos. I really just want to start making content again because I really do enjoy it. I really do enjoy giving back to the game um, that I love and also, you know, just kind of giving information to kids out there that might need that help or that might need those tips. Uh, you know, I know I don't know everything and I'm not the greatest player of all time or anything like that, but I feel like I do have a good idea of what to do to get better. You know, myself, I've just always worked hard and, you know, I've never really had any direction of where to go, but, you know, I've always worked hard and now as I've learned a lot of things, I feel like I can give back to a lot of the younger players that are still playing this game and that are hoping to get to the next level. But anyways, uh, with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Be sure to share it to anybody you guys believe this could benefit. And also, um, just continue to show love. I know I've been slacking. I've been on and off the past year or so and just not been consistent. But I just haven't had the motivation to do it and I haven't had the time also as well. So I, you know, I hope to turn that around you know, this ha- this next half of the year and hopefully continue to put out more new content and more more stuff to help you guys out. Anyways, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll see you guys in the next one.